Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I, I love the idea of inching closer to hockey. What's the latest? Do, do we have anything concrete at this point? No, we don't have anything concrete because there's st- I, th- I still believe they need to actually have a, a board of governors vote uh, on it. So, uh, but that said, you know, I, I think it's just, it's just a matter of time and working out a few, uh, a, a few, you know, details yet to go. But um, you know, I think, I think the players are ready. Teams are ready to go. So, once we get through some of the league-level uh, decision-making aspects of things, we'll be fine. Curbs, we got word last week that the Blues would be playing in the nominal Pacific Division in the United States. What's your take on that? How do you like that? Well, you, you know, first off, my thought that they would keep St. Louis in the Central, keep the rivalry with Chicago, keep those two teams in the same division, and I think balance the competition of the divisions a little bit. Uh, I was wrong. I was way off base with that logic. Me too. It still seems logical to me. Okay, but having said that, um, you know, now, now having talked to uh, one or two of the players, hearing from Doug Armstrong, there's a couple of aspects of going out west. Number one, uh, some of the players kind of consider some of the longer flights to be to be team building, team bonding moments, which is great to hear. Uh, the second part of it is they're going to adopt more of a baseball uh, style at this point. At least it seems that that's going to be the case. I mean, you're going to go into a city and you're going to spend three days there. You're going to play two games. You may spend a fourth day there. If that's the case, uh, the, the travel is very different. And, and to try and explain this to everybody, when, in a normal season, when, when we travel, you know, we, we'll go, we might be on the road for eight days and we'll be in five different cities. And you'll get into some cities at two in the morning, uh, you'll play, you'll get on a plane after that next game and get into the next city at one in the morning, all within the span of about 30 hours. And, and the, that is where the grind of the travel kicks in. If you're just on a flight and you're now in a city for three or so days, it's a different feeling and it's, it, it, it takes on a different meaning. So I, I think the travel part's going to be fine. Another aspect of it, Randy and Michelle, is this. You, you hear from a couple of players, they – like the idea of being in this tougher division. They like the idea of play, being in a division against teams that are set to win, teams that can win, teams that play a winning brand of hockey. It keeps you sharper. It makes you better. Uh, it, it's the expectations of knowing what to bring every single night. And uh, there's some real value that says. So uh, a, a better an aspect of looking at this, but having heard all that, I'm, I'm perfectly fine just so long as we drop the puck and play. Same he, same here, Curbs. We, last week, I believe it might have been Friday, talked about, Randy and I, we each listed our three questions that we had facing the Blues this upcoming season. And there's a lot of questions heading into 2021. But in your opinion, what is the most important question that you need to see the Blues answer? Oof, uh, most important. Well, I've, I've got a couple yeah, I, I think first and foremost, Michelle, and I'm going to go high level with this one. It's it's team cohesion. 
I think with some of the changes that you've made, and it's not just the Alex Petrangelo again. I mean, really, since you know, since since the turn of the year, you've been without Jay Bowmeister. So there, there's that adjustment, and there's still a Vince Dunn aspect to figure out. So I think the overall team adjustment to roles and personnel, especially along the blue line, is, is going to be one of the absolute keys. But I don't think it can be standalone. I think the consistency of Jordan Bennington is going to be a, a massive key, especially in a shortened season and getting off to a good start. But you're also going to need Billy Huso to mature very quickly and win you some games in his rookie season in the National Hockey League. So there's that aspect of it. Um, there's the the health aspect of the forwards and how that pans out. And so a couple of aspects are there. But to me, I, I guess the biggest thing is how quickly in a two-week training camp your team comes out and answers the bell and plays as a cohesive team because you can get put yourself in a great position early or if you just have even a mediocre to slow start, you can put the pressure on you for the entire 56-game season. Curbs, along those lines, in terms of team cohesion, I try to read between the lines with the actions of the organization. And one of the guys who's been a big part of the leadership of this club over the last few years, for many years, has been Alexander Steen. But the Blues' actions during this offseason, the people that they've signed and the way they've gone about business, leads me to believe that we aren't going to see Alexander Steen in 2021. What do you think of that philosophy that I have with the signing of Clifford, the fact that they're over the cap a little bit, and if he comes back, they would have to find a way to cut somebody? I just, I kind of think that he might not play. Well, I would say, Randy, that it, that aspect depends 100% on his health. If if at some point he's healthy enough to play, he's earned the right, the respect to play. So you and and you, and he you have him under contract. So that that to me that to me is all based on his health. Now, what we do know is even when they were potentially eyeing a January to February start a few months ago, Doug Armstrong was saying that he didn't think that that Alexander would be would be available and ready to go. Mm-hmm. So. I think when you read in between the lines that way, you're right. It, it, it doesn't look likely, um, but I, to me, that would be all health based, not not how to work the roster base. That that would be health based. So um, that, right. that's, that's that's a real question mark there because look, this was he Doug Armstrong met with the team. Oh shoot, uh, maybe a year ago. It might have been December of twenty December of 2018, going into the 2019 calendar year. You know, and one of the people he met with was Alexander Steen, and he said, "Hey, you know, it, it, it's time to to put the mantle on some other shoulders here. You've done your job." And, and that's when you know he pulled Armstrong, pulled in Pareko, and some of the other young guys. But make no mistake about it, how critical of a leader Alexander Steen has been with this team. So, um, to me, uh, hopefully, if if what you say happens, uh, and and I hope he can play, but if for some reason that doesn't happen, uh, then to me the reality of it is is having him around is still beneficial to a team in this shortened season where his leadership could be uh, still impactful. Yeah. Hey, I want to go back to one more thing to the West Coast. I would have to believe that those franchises, San Jose, L.A., Anaheim, Vegas, they would want to start games at 7 o'clock, right? Because they, for their TV deals, they want their games to be in prime time. It's not like we're going to be, I wouldn't think, unless maybe the Kings and they have problems with having three teams in their building, but it, it doesn't seem like from a financial standpoint it makes sense to benefit St. Louis to have games start at 8 o'clock St. Louis time so that you can miss an hour of prime time on the West Coast. No, I agree with you, Randy. The, the TV start times is an interesting aspect of this, but I really do think that the way they're looking at it, it it's a secondary one. 
in terms of everything else that may be third or fourth on the list, to be honest with you. You know, Blues ratings are strong. Blues fans have shown up to watch whether the game's on the West Coast or, or, or in the Eastern time zone or in the Central. And yes, there is a difference. But over the course of a season, when you look at a large sample size, the ratings difference is, is not massive enough that I think you have to be overly concerned about it. One of the benefits that may happen here from a TV timing standpoint is in a lot of those cities, you'd go out there and you'll have 730 starts. And you'll have 730 starts just because they need to have that latest starts to get fans in the stands because mm-hmm. of traffic for people to get from even just from buildings or to go home or whatever. If you can't have fans in the stands in California, I mean, who knows if San Jose can even play in San Jose right now, right? If you can't have fans in the stands, maybe they move it up to uh, to at least make it easier on the teams in the mountain and the central. Yeah, the, the main reason I bring that up and the, the primary concern that I have is me. <laughs> Getting up early in the morning. <laughs> Obviously. Listen, right, right now, it look like we're not, to, I don't think we're going to get a chance to travel again with the team, at least at the beginning of the year and maybe throughout the whole year here. So we'll be, we'll be having to do the road games remotely, kind of like baseball did. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll be relying on the great work of Tim Paps, Phil Malika, and then the, the TV crews from around the league to send the product to us. Um, uh, having said that, if that's the case, and uh, just come and sit in, the, in wherever we're doing the games with us. We'll keep you awake. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. We will see you soon. Thanks, Curbs, and we appreciate it. Okay, guys. Have a terrific week. You too. That is the voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber, the Blues booth here on 101 ESPN. Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets. 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack. And with Lecvio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Lecvio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects were injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at Lecvio.com or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lecvio. That's L-E-Q-V-I-O. Lower, longer, Lecvio. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.